Welcome to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We got a good solo show for you today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Matt, and uh, I wanted to jump on tonight. It's a little bit of a different show. Uh, We're doing a solo show, and I haven't done one of these in a while. And to be honest with you, I generally only jump on and do a solo show if I really have things on my mind or something that I I deem worth uh, speaking about. Uh, And I think this is one of them. Uh, we recently uh, hit our 100th show, 100th episode, and um, I felt that that uh, I should get on it and just kind of do a couple things. Um, I wanted to talk about the shows. I want to, you know, do a little breakdown of them. I want to tell you what everybody's what's coming next. Um, I want to be able to you know, thank all the people that, uh, have, have, uh, helped make this what it is. Um, because I can tell you with 101%, like this was not all me, you know, I've had so much, um, support and help along the way that has made it what it is today. Uh, and I, I think that that cannot go unnoticed. So, um, Anyways, let's get into the shows. You know, when I when I first thought about Max Effort Kitchen and the podcast, and you know, I had a hard time kind of uh, conceptualizing it to what it would be. And uh, I had a good friend that I was talking to about it, and he was just like, you know, uh, it's you could sit there and try to conceptualize it all you want, but it's going to morph over time. And it's going to it's going to take different shapes, and over time it will show you what it is. And I think it's done that a little bit. I think we got a long ways to go. Um, not finished by any means. And um, so, you know, one thing about Max Effort Kitchen is something that's always landed true, which was, you know, we are a kitchen. We are a melting pot of different cultures, different flavors, different types of people, um, different realms of life. Uh, you know, we have the, the athlete and the chef and that, you know, is a very niche part of max effort kitchen where we really dive into, you know, the theory of weightlifting and give opinions and talk about things and, and hopefully helping people and, and giving some good entertainment while, while we go. Um, but then, you know, I had my, like my recipe breakdown shows where that was super technical. Um, I, and I'm going to, I'll dive into that in a little bit, but there's, there's something coming with that, that I'm really excited about. Um, next, you know, there's the, uh, there's the whole, (laughs) the food for thought, which man, I've had so much fun doing. It's one of those shows that like, um, I, you know, at the core of me envisioned what max effort kitchen would be, which was this idea that I grasped as a, as a child um, watching Seinfeld where, you know, we've all seen that, that, uh, that show we've all seen 
and heard what it is, right? It's a show about nothing that that is just you find comedic value in your everyday life. And so Sean and I took that kind of, you know, uh, we didn't do it purposely, but we, we, we are both very, you know, we love Larry David, you know, Sean's a little bit more of on the, on the curb, your enthusiasm side side. I'm more on the, uh, Seinfeld side and, that we took that kind of that idea of just like, okay, we're going to have a base of food, but we're going to talk about all the things that, you know, revolve around like the stupid things in our lives that happen or, you know, the, uh, the arts and the musics and all the cool things that really invoke kind of similar feelings. Right. Cause that's kind of what it's all about. That's, that's what the kitchen is, is it, it is a place in your home where you can reach into three different cabinets and grab three different items, but bring them together to make one beautiful plate, right? So that, and that, that's, that's the concept. And that's kind of what, what is shaping Max Effort Kitchen podcast is that, you know, we have these different segments, just like the, the ones I just talked about, Athlete and the Chef, we have um, Food for Thought, we have the Recipe Breakdown, we have uh, the Kabuki Syndrome. That one has been super inspiring. And that's one I would, I, I really, I go back and forth on because like, I love it. I absolutely love it. This is something that's near and dear to my heart because, you know, of my daughter and um, the impact it makes on, on the community when there's, uh, there's awareness of, of this very rare genetic disease or not genetic. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, a, a deformed deformality. Yeah, I'm saying that all wrong, but um, I'm sure if you go back to my shows, you'll you'll hear. But anyways, it's one of those things that uh, is very close to my heart, and I do, even though it doesn't quite uh, match my audience. Um, but I think that uh, anybody who listens to those shows are, um, you know, they're 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 made a little bit more knowledgeable. They're given some information They're, They hear about other families going through different things. And I'll tell you, we, every year we go to a Kabuki syndrome, uh, you know, family picnic. It's up in Seattle, Washington. And we go to it every year and we stay the night and we get up in the morning and have breakfast and go over there and hang out and do games and stuff. But there's always a, uh, like a, a, a moment where the kids break off from the parents and the parents circle up. And I think I've talked about this before, but um, they circle up and we just kind of go around around the horn, like talking about, you know, different challenges or anything that's evolved or what we're seeing, just trying to really connect as parents. And it got to me and I'm going down two or three different things. And one of the parents kind of like pipes in and goes, hey, aren't you the guy with a podcast? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I am. And then they all start kind of like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we've heard this show or we've heard this show. And it's like, you know, I, I don't, I've never, never, I'm, I am a huge introvert. So I've never really appreciated uh, to be uh, any type of uh, center of attention. And anybody who knows me knows that, especially around many times of the year. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But one thing that was uh, very heartwarming about that is they were all just like, you know, I, I really, really enjoyed your shows. I really enjoyed hearing about 
uh, the other, other parents. And, you know, I did an interview with Cindy Brown and she had a, you know, a 22 year old, uh, girl that, you know, has Kabuki syndrome. And she just talked about all the, the challenges as a teenager moving up. And that was really cool. And to be able to share that to people and, and have other people hear that was really neat. Um, you know, and then out, and then we do, I do the, the solo or the, uh, I don't want to say they're solo shows because they're interviews. That's what they are. They're real, they're interviews. And, um, the interviews are super, uh, there's a mix of emotion. They're, they're nerve wracking. Um, they're so much fun. They're, I mean, they hit every, every side of the spectrum. They're just inspiring. They have just done so many cool things and brought me um, in front of a lot of cool people. And I know in the, uh, the podcast world, it's like, you know, interview is king. You know, you get, you get people on your show and all of a sudden you're going to get more, more listeners and more viewers and all that stuff. And, you know, again, you know, my, my philosophy is not, I mean, it's not a quality or I'm sorry, a quantity of listeners. It's a quality of listeners. And it's also the ability to um, give quality content that is going to at least, you know, help somebody out or uh, give somebody uh, a piece of uh, something to a perspective. Right. Um, And so that, and I think the interviews really hit on that the most, you know, you get to hear people, yeah, I've had I've had people I've had some well-known people and I've had some not well-known people and you know there's no difference in the feedback I've gotten like oh like I had one one guy um he's about 2 weeks ago he goes hey you still doing that podcast and I go yeah and he goes yeah you know last show I listened to was with Matthew Conar that the, the architect he was really cool and like you know it's not like Matthew Conar is a celebrity. I mean, in the weightlifting world, a lot of people know him outside of the weightlifting world. This guy knew I had no idea who he was, but enjoyed hearing his story. It's stuff like that, that really, uh, rings true to what I am doing. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get super reflectful or <sighs> navel gazing or by any means, I, but I do want to take the time to uh, say thank you individually to every guest. And so what I've done is I've listed out every guest I've had, which isn't a ton, but again, it's a, it's a quality over quantity in my opinion, um, because every guest that I've had has um, just made the show that much better. And um, it, it all kind they all kind of go along with each other in a very specific way that really, because I know him, I'm, I'm really the only one that knows that specific way. But, uh, at the same point, like, uh, they all have something that connects them together. Um, so I'll start with the uh, top of the list. So Matthew Konar, uh, Matthew Konar was my first interview that, and, uh, couldn't thank him enough for that. He had just helped me at my first, uh, national championship weightlifting or masters national championship weightlifting. Sorry, all you masters out there. Um, you know, he had, we had spent so, some good time together and, and I remember being on the plane and just texting him like, Hey, let's jump on a podcast when I get home. Cause I think you're, you know, you got a lot of good things to say. So Matthew, thank you very much. Jake humble. Holy crap. 
I've known this guy since I was 14, 13 or 14 years old. We played football together. We uh, hung out outside of high school during the the experimental years. And I mean that in all the the very PG-13 ways. Um, you know, we just, we, yeah, we lived together a couple times and hung out and we were just good, really good friends. And to this day, I know I could always call him and be like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? Um, but that was a, that was a really cool show because, uh, I got to interview somebody that I grew up with and to see where it started to where he is now. I was just, I was blown away first of all, uh, with, the level of which he's taken his life. But secondly, like he is, um, he's always been a, a man's man. Right. And, you know, I've, I always make fun of his hands because you know, he's always had these big meaty hands and, but he's just like such a genuine, honest person. And that is really what I've always appreciated about him. And, uh, we've always got along really well. And that's a great show. <coughs> um, Christy Brewer, so Christy Brewer was uh, my first uh, real live weightlifter. <laughs> I mean, Matthew Konar was a weightlifter, but uh, Christy Brewer was a national championship in many different realms, or national champion. Um, I, I, I forget all the accolades at this point, but um, go back and listen to that show. She, her, she also has um, a special needs kid and also is a mother and a weightlifter and I, th- I believe has was starting her own own business or she was in the accounting accounting world there was some sort of transition going on there but anyways that show was a lot of fun it was nerve-wracking because it was my first one and it was my first one with somebody i didn't know and so christy thank you so much um it was it was an absolute delight uh interviewing you um, next one is Eric Dahl. He was my, uh, my training partner and still kind of is my training partner, <clears throat> but we were connected at the hip at that time. And we did a couple shows together and I was on one of his, uh, podcasts, uh, for a hot second. And, you know, he was, he was pretty influential in, um, just the very beginning of Max Effort Kitchen because we would constantly like bounce things off each other. Like this piece of equipment, what do you think of this piece of equipment or, or about recording like this, or how do you, you know, how, how are you putting in music or how are you editing? Like we would constantly bounce stuff off each other. And I learned a ton, like probably more than I would have learned. Um, but if I was just doing it by myself, so, uh, there, I did do an interview with him. Um, and I also did a show called the black box experiment, which I hope to uh, do that again sometime soon. I'm actually working on ways to make that happen, but, uh, yeah. So Eric, thank you very much. You know, everything you, you did in the beginning was, uh, awesome. It was awesome. Um, and we really fed well off each other. Uh, the next one, I'm going to butcher your last name. Uh, Seb Ostovich, Ostovich, Osta. We all know. Okay. If you're a weightlifter and you don't know who Seb is, I'm sorry. Uh, I think you need to go back to the, to the drawing book and, and, or just go to Google and type his name in. Um, he is probably one of, uh, my most influential people in the world of weightlifting media. 
Um, he has a podcast. He has a very successful uh, media group, I guess you could say. Um, they do all kinds of uh, stuff at the international events. And anybody who lifts weights knows of Weightlifting House. Weightlifting House is weightlifting. And, it, you know, <laughs> I remember I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send him. I'm going to send him a message. Probably will not. And at this time, when I sent him the message, I probably sent seven or eight other weightlifters, you know, people that were really big, like people that I'd never thought I could get type things. And rightfully so, didn't get responses from them. But one person that did was Seb. And he he responded within like, I'm pretty sure within 24 hours and was like, I would absolutely love to do it. And uh, that was a really cool interview. And that was one I was not nervous for because it was weird because I've listened to his podcast for so long that I just, I felt very comfortable talking to him and he's a very, um, very easy, easy gentleman to talk to. And, and it was very nice. Um, he had kind of, he, he'd kind of been in the same sort of path as me, which is just self-built, right? Like he, you know, he had some help along the way for sure. Uh, but he was very self-built and I felt that that was a really in like influential show for me to not only get to interview somebody that I'm like a little starstruck on, but also get to, uh, talk to somebody who has done the same thing that I am in the, like in the mud doing as we speak. So that was cool. So Seb, thank you so much. Um, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate, you know, you jumping on there with me. That was, that was great. Um, Sergio Placencia. I'm sure I butchered your last name as well. Sergio, Sergio and I go way back. We work in the industry together. Um, he, he's actually my produce rep and we had the, uh, very, very fortunate opportunity to go to a, uh, culinary summit together a couple of years back, 2019. And we got to know each other pretty well. And he, I remember because we flew into San Jose and drove down to Monterey Bay, which was where the summit was at. And during that drive, I remember getting in the car and I'm like, man, I, I know this guy, but I'm about to get to know him a lot better. And he talked about uh, his story. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that episode because his story growing up in Mexico and how he found his way here was like, I had people tell me that they cried during that show, like that they were tearing up and they were like, please do another show with him. And so that's something I need to do. So um, that was a very a fun show. I still talk to Sergio probably three, four times a week. We're still good friends. Um, he's been blessed with two children since then. Um, and just, you know, beautiful family great career and just overall fantastic guy. Uh, next guy on the list is, uh, I, you know, I don't want to say personal favorite cause I'm not trying to make anybody else feel bad, but this guy screams authentic authenticity. And that's something I strive for. And that's Mr. Joe Beck. That guy, I mean, listen, you, you see Joe Beck at the gym and you don't know him, walk up to him and say hi. Because I, I don't care how intimidating you think he looks, the man has a bigger heart than probably anybody in the room. And 
go back to the show and listen to that because holy crap was that an episode because he he i mean the 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 challenges that he has overcome to be where he is today the the influence he's had on this uh this entire sport uh people i would say in sport yes but more in the people that he uh you know comes in contact with joe beck is I mean, I'm I like I've told him this before. I'm really proud to call him a friend. And he's just a really, really solid individual that tells it to you straight and is just like has this like innate love for food that I he doesn't hide very much. I mean, if you see him on Facebook, you see it, but it's not like something he's out there talking about a bunch. And I just really I really connect well with him. And anytime I ever see him. I'm always wanting to like try to help him out or, or do something, you know, to be around him because he's just such a busy dude and he's got like always got like 25 things going on. But um, really, really great guy. Joe, thank you so much for that interview. Uh, the next one, I actually did this one with uh, my wife. We did like a kind of a, uh, I don't know, a three-way show. And this was with uh, Cindy Brown. And Cindy Brown was the woman I was talking about that has the 22-year-old. Uh, she <coughs> was diagnosed with uh, Kabuki syndrome. I believe it was before she was born, if I remember correctly. But they have had many challenges throughout life. And it was just really neat to be able to hear and to be able to share her story. And, you know, from the point of which I don't know, which is you know, 13 and above, like she was, uh, her daughter was 22 at the time. And at that time, um, there was a lot of things going on with driving and, and trying to, you know, figure out college and stuff like that. And it was just, it was a really cool show. Cindy was really, really enthusiastic about sharing. And, um, I know that a lot of people out there, Cindy, uh, heard that show and were inspired because they told me. So, uh, thank you so much for that. Um, the next, my next guest is, uh, Tawana and she was also another Kabuki syndrome, uh, mom. And she was really cool because she brought a perspective that I so much appreciate, which is somebody of a person who is, uh, again, self-made, but is a fighter. And she had gone through a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, dealing with, uh, the, uh, I don't want to say naysayers, but the people who didn't quite grasp what, uh, Kabuki syndrome is and, you know, just being her son's number one, it was just a really good show. And she reached out to me, asked if, you know, if, uh, she could be on the show. And I was like, absolutely please. So Tawana, thank you so much. I didn't even attempt your last name and I'm really sorry. Um, but if you guys want to check her out, go there. I do have the episode up still obviously. And, and you can search, search through the Instagram and find it there. <coughs> sorry, getting over a cold here. So excuse the, uh, the coughing. Uh, next episode was, this was a fun one. It was really interesting because I, I reached out to uh, Deborah uh, Fountain, 
And um, if you're in the weightlifting world and you're on Instagram, you know who she is. Uh, she's a master's weightlifter. Um, but she has a, she has two sons, actually, that are weightlifting. But the one that I was really interested in was Asher. Um, and so I had them both on. Now, we hit record. And the, the internet connection was kind of like a little spotty. And I'm like, hey, you know, is everything going on over there? Is you, how's your internet and all that stuff? And and she goes, oh, no, it's okay. We're, you know, we're in the middle of a, or we have, we have a hurricane coming. <laughs> and I was just like, you have a what? You know, and, and I'm coming from the Pacific Northwest. We don't have hurricanes. You know, the, we get torrential downpours, but like nothing like a hurricane. And they were just like, so like chill about it. And they were, so we did a quick little show, you know, um, and I don't, I think it was Asher's first time being on any type of show like that. Uh, but man, to watch his journey uh, has been really cool. And I think I just reposted some of him last week-ish where he, I don't know, he snatched like 75 and clean and direct 90, you know, 102, something like that. I don't know. It was, it's something absolutely crazy for a kid his age to be doing. Um, and I'm just, those two were just a, like a, a breath of sunshine and they were a lot of fun. Um, and that was a good show. It's a little choppy because of the internet or whatever, but, um, I, I've really enjoyed following their story, uh, throughout the time. So thank you very much for, you know, being a guest on the max effort kitchen, you two. Um, I, I, I see you guys all the time on Instagram and I'm always, always doing, uh, what needs to be done. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm just saying things at this point. Okay. Next one. Uh, again, man, I can't put a favorite on any of these, but this one was something, uh, that I really enjoyed doing because of, it was so far off of what I've done so far because, it, and it also met, it kind of like intertwined into what I always talk about with food. And this was Jess Johns green. And she is a, uh, a therapist that one night I was on a walk and I usually will put on Instagram and just kind of let it go in my ear as I'm walking, or maybe I won't sometimes and it'll be just quiet, but I'm on a walk. I see a post that she said about athletes with eating disorders and it like blew my mind instantly reached out to her and was like, Hey Jess, uh, you know, I called her Jessica. They think at the time, but I was like, I absolutely love what you said. Um, I would love to have you on the show and explore this very specific thing because I think that the awareness of athletes with eating disorders and what that really means needs to be talked about more. And I'm, when I tell you I got on a show and I did a show with her and I didn't need to say words, like I'm really being honest. Like she was just, she was entertaining me. And it was pretty cool. So, I mean, that one was such a cool show. And I, I don't know if, uh, if I, if I, I don't know, marketed it well, but I think people need to go back and check that one out because she had a ton of, ton of knowledge and advice and, you know, how to spot things and what to do if you're feeling this way. And, and, uh, the ideas behind athletes with eating disorders and why they do them and, and why it, is even a thing. So that one was, uh, that was a good one. Got a little peppermint tea here. Um, help, helping out the voice. Okay. 
So we're getting towards the end of my list here. Uh, the last um, guest, I guess, ish that I'm going to say was uh, the most recent interview with uh, Chef Sarah. Chef Sarah is a very, uh, very interesting person, and I look forward to uh, exploring that relationship a little bit more. And what I mean by that is that we are actually, um, the two of us are devising a show that is going to uh, really revolve around kitchen technique, uh, food technique, uh, breaking down uh, food culture, um, breaking down uh, different ways to process food uh, from the point of a home kitchen uh, versus the point of a, of a professional kitchen because there are two differences. But her show was really cool. I think um, it, it, it's the newest show that I did. And I think that she uh, was I, – I could have let her talk for like two hours. And that I love that about, about when a guest comes on and just wants to just talk because um, I've been pretty fortunate where I have not had a guest that did not want to talk. So that's that's been pretty good. Um, but she was really inspiring and she has been accomplishing goals left and right. And I look forward to having her a part of uh, the Max Effort Kitchen here very shortly. <coughs> okay. So the last, I got, I got two more here, three more, sorry, three more. And the first one I'm going to say is he wasn't really a guest. He, he was a, uh, a co-host and this was, uh, Mr. LeSean Thornton, also known as Sean Thornton. Um, he is my co-host on food for thought and it was a weird moment of which I was like, you know, for uh, probably like six months, I was like, man, I, I, we would be talking at work and, you know, having conversations about food. And I was just like, this guy would be perfect on the podcast, but he would never want to do it. He would be perfect though. Um, and then I was like, you know, kind of teeter. And I talked to Alana. I was like, what do you, you think he would do it? And she's like, I don't know him very well. Like, but why wouldn't he? And I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, he's, he's got some pretty specific opinions and I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't, maybe I just don't know him well enough. And so I took, you know, a good six weeks ish to kind of poke and prod and, and give, get, get a little bit more information or knowledge about him. And I think it was last January. I just said, screw it. I, I'm going to reach out to him on text. I was like, Hey dude, would you ever be interested in doing the podcast? And his immediate answer was hell. Yes, I would. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know what to think because I, I thought for sure that he would not. It's not something he was interested in, um, but he did. And that was really freaking cool. And we built a really good uh, concept for a show that we're still doing, <coughs> but we're just not able to do it as frequently. So we moved it to once a month. Um, and that's just because of our work schedule is just absolutely bonkers right now. Um, and so, uh, that, that show is still definitely going, but Sean, thank you so much for being a part of the Max Ever Kitchen. Like, holy crap. Uh, it wouldn't be what it is without you. So, uh, the next one, uh, Mr. Cornell George, the people's master. Uh, I mean, he's like, we've been friends for long enough where, 
we were basically doing a podcast on Marco Polo. <laughs> and I even said it a couple of times. I was like, this should sit, this should just be a podcast. Like why, why is this not a podcast? Um, so finally I just said, let's do a podcast together, dude. What, you know, do you have time for that? And he was like, yeah, sure I do. And so we made time and we've just been super consistent about it. We've been pushing through multiple shows. I think we're on 27 right now, which we are going to go live tomorrow. Um, so that's Sunday, the 26th. It's going to be live on YouTube. Really excited about that. It's an experiment. I'm sure things will go wrong, but at the same point, like whatever, you got to try it. <coughs> um, okay. So Cornell, thank you so much. Um, we are continuing on this awesome journey. Thank you for being a part of Max Effort Kitchen. It is again, like there's no one on this list that didn't help Max Effort Kitchen along the way, but you are continually like you're talking about it. You're listening to the other shows. You're just a supporter and a, and a, and a friend and a fan. And like, I, I can't appreciate that anymore anymore because words don't really put uh, a value on that as much as I'd like them to. So anyways, thank you, Cornell. So my last guest um, is very special. Uh, still holds the, the record of the amount of downloads within the 24 hours. Um, I think it's like, I think the first, first 24 hours, it was something like 92 downloads. Uh, and I know that <laughs> I say that like it's like huge, but I know I hear people talking about hundreds of thousands of downloads or 5,000 a day or whatever, <laughs> whatever. 92 downloads on one episode of a little girl named Maddie Ware is like phenomenal. Like, come on, you know, I'm not, the, there's not having celebrities on or whatever. I'm just Maddie. That was an interesting show because it was the start of the Kabuki kind of phase of what, what we've done and the Kabuki uh, episode or episodes that we've been doing. But I was like, hey, Matt, do you want to be on the podcast? It's like around your birthday. It would be really cool. We could get on there and kind of tell your story. And she was like, yeah. I mean, if you know Maddie, she's just going to say yes and then do it. Um, and that's something very special about her. But uh, so she's like, yeah, Dad, let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's, let's go. So we get out there and we started talking about it. And she's talking um, and there was something I didn't realize that I didn't actually understand until after, after the show, which is, you know, we talked about her story and I think I told a couple stories about some challenges we went through, you know, as parents when she was a baby that she had no idea about. And, you know, she, she was tough and got through the show and it was, uh, I, you know, we got through it. I, I said, you know, I, I clicked, you know, stop recording. And she's like, dad, I'm going to go in. And I was like, okay, cool. And I did my little process and posted it, walked in there and, and she just gives me a hug. And I'm like, what's going on? And she starts crying. And she's like, I didn't know any of that stuff. And I was just like, whoa, whoa. And so it really opened my eyes to the responsibility of, um, of interviewing people and uh, opened my eyes to, what it really means to interview somebody and to take the time 
to ask thoughtful questions and to take the time to really uh, be thoughtful to the person that's you know sitting across from you um, and understand that like there needs to be uh, a bit of a pre-conversation a little bit of a post conversation and then the you know the the meat and potatoes in the middle but like i was i was kind of blown away and i was like listen i won't post it if you don't want me to and she's like no i want you to post it I, i'm excited for that but she's like i just didn't know any of that stuff and so that was uh that was pretty interesting and uh you know a year later she's like dad you want to do a show again and it was right after her special olympic stuff and i was like yeah yeah let's go do it and so we've done volume two or whatever of, of Maddie and, you know, go listen to those shows. You know, you'll, it'll put an instant smile on your face. So that's pretty much the list. Um, man, I can't, I mean, you, I got to break down everyone here and to me, every guest that I talked about there is, is, is a special person, you know, like, like I said, many times throughout, they helped make Max Max effort kitchen, but also they, um, I, I could sit here and tell the story of them. And, you know, obviously maybe when I get five more years down the road, I hope to be able to do that same thing from start to finish. Um, and that's kind of my process. That's what I'm trying to do. That's, that's the, the feel, the, the authenticity that I'm trying to bring because I think in a in a world of podcasts where you can just start a podcast any day and do anything and talk about anything and it can be cool or get somebody special or and you know famous or important on your podcast and all of a sudden you blew up, like it's uh, it's just not my style and that's not what I want to do. I want to be authentic. Um, I want to I want to build a base. I want to have um, authentic listeners and I think I do. So. Um, big things coming as far as max effort kitchen. Like I talked about the live show tomorrow, that could be a, a serious, you know, once, twice, maybe three times a month type thing. Um, I'm working on cooking shows. I'm working on, uh, I, you know, I go back and forth with the, uh, the swag. I might, I might bring in a hat or a, a hoodie or something like that, but we'll see about that. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm just working on bringing quality content to everybody who listens to this show. So the last thing I'm going to say here is uh, thank you to everybody who does listen to this show. Because, again, these people I just you know broke down, they mean nothing if you're not listening, right? So uh, I'm, I'm only as good as the people that I'm more around and that I'm, uh, influencing and helping and being a part of their lives and they're helping me and all that stuff. So just let's keep this rolling. Um, thank you hundred episodes and, uh, I guess not much else to say, but like, I'll see you all tomorrow. So adios. Adios.